Hey, I'm Rachel May, country singer, songwriter, and host of Mama's Cup of Ambition, the podcast for ambitious mamas with big dreams and little kids. Or maybe your kids aren't so little anymore, but your dreams are still just as big as ever. Wherever you find yourself in your motherhood journey, if you've got ambitious goals that you're longing to achieve, and you're looking to spark inspiration, cultivate motivation, and develop community with like-minded mamas, you're in the right place. As a new mama myself, I created this show as a place for honest and empowering conversations about motherhood, entrepreneurship, and dream chasing. So grab a notebook, top off that cup of coffee, and let's turn our goals into action plans and our dreams into reality together. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mama's Cup of Ambition, episode number nine. Or perhaps this is your first time here, in which case, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. So last week was all about establishing a hell yes framework and the power of saying no. And we explored the importance of getting into a practice of saying no to the things that aren't in alignment with your highest calling. So this week, I thought it'd be fun to focus on the things that we say yes to, and more specifically, the significance of vocalizing a dream. And side note here, since we're talking about vocalizing dreams today, that I'd just like to go on the record and vocalize my dream for more sleep. (laughs) I feel like this is a reoccurring theme on the show, like me talking about how tired I am or Waylon's disruptive sleep. But seriously, y'all, he was up at 2.30 a.m. and ready to party. Like nothing was wrong, no teething, no fever, nothing out of the ordinary, just up and ready to play and ready to rock and roll at 2.30 a.m. And what's so wild is like, It was an uneventful day the day before. All of his naps went off without a hitch. We had good wake windows before bedtime, did our normal nighttime routine, and everything seemed like it was going to be just fine. And then boom, 2.30 in the morning, and he was up and ready to go. I was pretty convinced that somebody snuck into his room and gave him Red Bull or something. (laughs) Anyway, if you have any secrets or tips or tricks you want to send this mama for how to get her little guy to sleep through the night better, I would not turn them down. Anyway, on with the show. I may be tired, but we're talking about vocalizing dreams, and that freaking fires me up and energizes me. So I have a feeling by the end of this episode, I will feel like I had a whole trough of caffeine. So let's jump right into it. So like I said, we're going to be talking today about vocalizing a dream. And I think that the topic of vocalizing a dream is one that deserves some airtime because so often I think we walk around with a dream or a desire in our hearts, but we stuff it down and keep it hidden from the world out of fear. And I think most of us can understand that fear because vocalizing our desires takes a lot of vulnerability and it's freaking scary. I mean, we never really know how our dreams are going to be received by the folks around us. But if you ask me what's even scarier than the vulnerability of vocalizing a dream is regret, right? I mean, none of us want to look back on our lives and say, what if? I don't want to come to the end of my life and look back and say, oh, I wish I would have had the courage to do all of those things that I dreamed about. Because that, my friend, is the real scary stuff. Okay, I've got so much more to say about vocalizing a dream and living without regret. But before we get to that, let me just tell you about something I find particularly dreamy these days, and that's Instacart. 
So in this new season of motherhood, one of the things that I've been really working on is accepting help from others and learning to delegate things off of my plate. And that's where Instacart comes in. I love that with just a few clicks from the comfort of my couch, I can easily fill up a cart with all of the things we need to keep our family fueled and fed and have them delivered right to our door in as fast as an hour. Using Instacart to help knock out our grocery shopping has seriously freed up so much extra time in my schedule, allowing me to pour more energy into creating this podcast. And for that, I am so thankful. If you want to free up time in your schedule and experience Instacart for yourself, you can get free delivery on your first order over $35 by using the link in the show description. And when you use my link, it lets Instacart know that I sent you and it helps to fill my cup and keep the show going. So mama to mama, thanks for supporting the show. Okay, back to today's episode. So if you've listened to the podcast before, then you know that I often share little stories and lessons that I've learned chasing my own dreams. And today I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to try something a little different here. So this week, I'm going to share a snippet with you from an episode of one of my other shows, the Opry Dreamer podcast, where I shared the story of how I vocalized my dream to get started making music and what unfolded as a result. Okay, so here we go. I want to make music. It's more than a hobby for me. I want it to be my career. Y'all, the words came cascading out of my mouth as we stood in the Piglet Palace at the Puyallup Fair, and they caught me by surprise. (laughs) It was September 24th, 2005, and my husband Gabe and I had just watched Brad Paisley in concert. My heart was silently bursting with all of the deep-rooted desires of my soul that I had been trying desperately to stifle. And I know it sounds dramatic, but it's the truth. For several months leading up to that moment in the Piglet Palace, (laughs) I had been working at a job I freaking hated. I was working as a receptionist at a salon and contemplating going back to cosmetology school. And yes, I said back. I'm a beauty school dropout. (laughs) I'll share that story with you sometime. But getting my cosmetology license, it seemed like the sensible thing to do. I'd have a trade and I could get a stable job, the opposite of what I had come to believe a career in music meant. I knew deep down that going back to school to get my cosmetology license wasn't what I truly was being called to do, but I was so scared to admit what I really wanted. I wanted to make music, but I had convinced myself that everyone would think I was naive and foolish for thinking I could do it. And I was afraid that they would be disappointed in me. And worst of all, was my self-doubt. What if I spoke the truth and then couldn't live up to my declaration? What would everyone think? And I let that fear hold me captive for a really long time. I bounced around from one soul-sucking job to another, and I was miserable. I blamed my unhappiness on whatever job I had at the time, which, let's be honest, some of them deserved the blame. (laughs) But I was refusing to acknowledge that I could make a different choice. I didn't have to be stuck in those soul-sucking jobs. But it was going to require some courage and a whole lot of faith on my part. So I went through the motions, denying my dream and wasting my precious days, allowing fear to call the shots while robbing me of my joy and ambition. But what started out as a whisper was becoming a freaking scream and it was getting harder and harder to ignore it. 
So years before, my mama had given me a book called The Alchemist. And if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. It's such a great read. But she gave me the book telling me that it had a really powerful story to share and that she knew it would connect with me. But for some reason, every time I picked it up and I would begin reading it, my mind would instantly start wandering off and I never managed to get past the first few pages. So that book just sat on my bookshelf collecting dust for the longest time. But then one day I decided to pick it up and give it another try. And this time around, I could not put it down. I tore through the pages like the words had been written to speak directly to my heart. And y'all, I wept as I read it. My mama was right, as always. <laughs> and at that point, it had been about three and a half years since my mom had passed away. And I had slowly started to forget the lessons that her life and death had taught me. She lived in a way that honored life's wild yet fragile nature and both of my parents continually modeled through their actions that life was meant to be lived, not just observed. And growing up, my parents always encouraged creativity and curiosity. So the walls that went up around my dreams were built out of my own insecurities and self-imposed limitations. But that day in the Piglet Palace, when I vocalized my intentions, I started to dismantle the fortress of fear that I'd constructed. Those words coming out of my mouth felt like a sledgehammer busting through the first wall on demolition day. I was about to start remodeling my life and it was exhilarating and terrifying all at the same time. I want to make music. It's more than a hobby for me. I want it to be my career. I spoke those words, staring at the piglets and waiting for some kind of pushback from Gabe. But it never came. Instead, he looked at me, smiled and said, yeah, I know. I've always known that's what you're meant to be doing, babe. Wait, what? <laughs> He's not going to challenge me or tell me it isn't realistic or question my sanity, ask me how the heck I'm going to pull it off. Nope. He just smiled and said, yeah, I know. When I vocalized my plans to my family, I was met with the same response as I'd received from Gabe and y'all... It was like a freaking revelation to me. I mean, I was burying my soul and vocalizing my dream, thinking it was some breaking news, the latest development in a complicated story. But the reality was that it was only breaking news to me. Everyone around me who really knew me knew that my heart was in my music. It always has been. That day, I reconnected with a part of myself that I had been denying. And the truth is, no one had ever doubted my dreams except me. I didn't need anyone else to validate my dream. I needed to give myself permission to step forward into the life that I knew I was being called to lead. And that's exactly what I did. There's a song written by Tony Arada, recorded by one of my heroes, Emmylou Harris, called I Hear a Call. And the lyrics say, I hear a call, now will I answer? What are you being called to do? And will you answer the call? Have you given your dream any airtime or are you holding it close to your heart trying to protect it from the perceived criticism and doubts of others? Because if you are, I would challenge you to ask yourself if those doubts and criticisms actually exist. And even if they do, do they really matter? Is it worth denying who you are and what you know you're being called to do? 
Hell no. Not if you ask me. I definitely don't have it all figured out. And trust me when I say I've had to vocalize my dream over and over and over again. Even as I record this episode, it feels like I'm reaffirming what I know to be true in my heart. It's an ongoing process, but it feels freaking amazing to give your dreams a voice. And when you let them get out into the world, you just might be surprised by the response that you get. So whatever it is you're feeling called to do, let me just say that I believe in you and it is time to vocalize that dream and step forward to start taking action. But I just want to say that I hope this episode inspires you to speak up. And if you're feeling called to claim your dream and you need a safe place to share it, my contact information lives in the show description and I will hold that space for you. Okay, so what'd you think? It's not too different from the conversations we're already having here, right? And you can see why I wanted to share that story with you. I remember that moment in the Piglet Palace like it was yesterday, and my whole freaking life changed in that moment. And I think there is such incredible power in speaking the life you desire into existence, because I think when we vocalize our dreams, we get clear on what we really want, because you will never have to force what's real. Let me just say that again. You'll never have to force what's real. And you'll know if you're trying to talk yourself into believing something or if it's actually your soul's desire the minute the words roll off your tongue. That is the power of vocalizing a dream. And like we talked about in last week's episode, I think you can gather a lot of really great information by paying attention to the way your body responds to your words. Do they make you feel expansive or retracted? Your body won't steer you wrong if you're paying attention. Now that's not to say that when you vocalize your dream, you're not going to feel any fear because I absolutely believe that we can be in alignment with our highest call and also be terrified at the same time. In fact, I've noticed that I usually feel the most fear and resistance around the things that matter most to me because I know that if I choose to ignore what I'm being called to step into out of fear, that I will surely be met with regret. And like I said before, what's more terrifying than regret? I saw a quote today from Oprah that said, you get in life what you have the courage to ask for. I mean, hot damn, Oprah. I probably could have just read that quote and had that been the mic drop on this episode altogether. Because that kind of just says it all, doesn't it? I mean, you get in life what you have the courage to ask for. So I'm going to wrap up today's episode here, but I just want to say that if there's something tugging at your heart that you've been trying to find the courage to vocalize, please find someone safe to share your vision with and speak your truth. I think you'll be amazed by what happens when you do, and I'd be willing to bet that you'd be floored by the doors that will start flying open for your dream the minute you indicate that you're ready to walk through them. And like I said in the snippet of the Opry Dreamer podcast that I shared, if you need someone to hold space for you in your dream, I'm over here with open arms ready to support and encourage you. So please, if you want to connect with me, come find me on Instagram. You can find me at Rachel May Music. That's May with an E. And if you want to connect with the show, just search for Mama's Cup of Ambition. Okay, so until next time, may your dreams be ambitious. May your coffee be strong. And may we all have the courage to ask for what we really want in life. I'll talk to you soon.